Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. <laughs> we have made it. It is the end mm. of Second Chronicles. I never thought that we would see this day. And I just... My heart is too full. Too full. I know. Well, truly, I mean, I, I got off of a plane like... Uh, 30 minutes ago and <laughs> from, you know, doing a event with the two of you in Seattle for our book, for other podcasts. And it's just, it's so amazing that we are ending Second Chronicles and thus basically the end of this book, the same week that our book comes out. And it's just, right. yeah, it, it's really shocking and, and surprising. All the synchronicity. And I'm, I'm very great. Yeah, I'm very grateful. Yeah. Really amazing. It's almost like it was divinely purposed. I know, which is phenomenal. Like, maybe it was. Perhaps it was. Mm. Quite. Mm. <laughs> so it's between this and that one time that we were saying shit about Yahweh and then the thunderstorm oh, no. knocked out Emily's yeah. internet. That was so cool. Those are two pieces of evidence so far that <laughs> Yahweh is still speaking. Oh. Okay, we're not okay with this show. I don't know. Maybe just wants you to know that he's oh, there. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So should we talk a little bit about our plans for the next few weeks and getting ready? Yeah. You know, lay it out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we did some brainstorming. We've uh, we've listened to people's suggestions in the chat and in the Discord and and in person. And uh, here's the plan. So today is the end of Second Chronicles. And so, of course, we will be doing a bonus episode with a quiz about Second Chronicles. I don't have high hopes for it, but we're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Then, yeah. we, after that, we're going to end up with 11 Proverbs left. 11 chapters of Proverbs. So like a lot more than 11 Proverbs. Mm-hmm. But 11 chapters of Proverbs left. And it just feels wrong to go on to the New Testament with that hanging over our heads, you know, and and kind of jumping back and forth. So what we're going to do is we're going to do two episodes after this one to finish up Proverbs. So we're going to do like five Proverbs in one and then six Proverb chapters in the next. And uh, if anyone has some good ideas of like, I don't know, a charity about like mouth stuff that we could donate to <laughs> or, you know, something like that. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like the kids who have cleft palates that need help. Like, okay. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Okay. So anyway, let us know. Give us some ideas for that. But, you know, we'll come up with something and also like a drinking game too. So like drink for mouth stuff and we'll all die. And then the <sighs> podcast will Gosh. be done. Uh, no. Oh, <laughs> we'll we'll no, figure some no. stuff let out. Let it not be so. Well. Don't listen, yeah. Yahweh. Don't no. listen. Don't no. listen. Uh, cancel clear on that. So anyway, so we're going to do two episodes after this one of finishing up Proverbs because then we will do a bonus episode where we do a quiz on all of the Old Testament. And by quiz, I mean like test. 
like full on like finals exams, you know, except our somehow our semester took is five, five years. years? But, okay, but <laughs> but we're also going to do a little bit of a retrospective, right? That's going to be like our cram study sesh of, hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. you know, the main story beats of the Old Testament, share some memories, favorites, some jokes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. do a full retrospective and then we'll take the final exam. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay, sure, sure. So we'll do a Proverbs quiz and then the next week we'll do that retrospective of the whole Old Testament slash Hebrew Bible and then do a quiz on that. And then we will have one week off to gather our strength, to gird our loins, mm. to cleanse our palates, <laughs> to then start so hard and so strong with Hot Christ Summer, starting with the book of Matthew uh, on the basically the last Thursday in June will be Great. when we start that uh, for the live shows. And the released episode will be first Wednesday in July. So, you know, peak, getting into summer. Everyone's going to be listening to Drunk Bible Study at the beach. In their yeah. bikinis. In their bikinis, bikinis for everyone. In their cocktails and their, their teeny yellow polka dot mm-hmm. bikinis. Mm-hmm. Love yeah, the it. tropical drinks. Maybe yeah. playing some beach volleyball with their friends while they listen. Mm. It's going to be so good. <laughs> Love it. Alrighty, I'm excited. What what are you two drinking? I know we had a we've been drinking a, a lot. little. We went a little hard <laughs> this week. Yeah, the three of us were together in person. We were yeah. celebrating a book launch for our other podcast. It was a lot of nights of drinking, and I know maybe this is not really believable, but we don't. I don't drink that we much drink, during the week. No, no, so, neither do Jason. Usually, I. yeah, usually I save was, my drinking for. Thursday nights here mm-hmm. on this show. So so I'm actually taking a break. Mm-hmm. So maybe that'll give me an advantage on the quiz. Maybe. Oh good. We'll see. Maybe. I'm just I'm just drinking some nice restorative kombucha with no Sounds alcohol great. in it whatsoever. It's There's great. like 0.5% or yeah, something. We, so we there get you by go. on a technicality. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also having some nice restorative kombucha with some blueberries in it. Oh. And also gin. Great. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. He's going for it. <laughs> I'm having a purple drink. It kind of looks gray from here, but yeah, the the using the butterfly pigeon. Mm, love that. Um, doing my normal thing. I'm I'm having purple in honor of our other book cover. <laughs> Great. Yes. <laughs> love it. So we're we're having a nice kind of chiller week yeah. in yeah. terms of our alcohol consumption because it was a lot mm-hmm. and we need yeah. to slow down. Mm-hmm. Also, that's fine. All you out there can be drinking for us. Yeah, love that. Also as a fun little addition, one of our fans in the Drunk Bible Study Discord server, which you can join by going mm. to discord.drunkbiblestudy.com or drunkbiblestudy.com/discord, they will both take you there. In our episode discussion channel, there's a link you, you might have to scroll back a little ways to find it, but for some bingo cards, for today. Yes. Uh, This is Old Testament bingo. Uh, I've got my card pulled up here, so I will be playing along as we go. Do you have yours, Emily and Dedeker? Yes. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. We'll see if any of us win bingo. Oh, I see. So it's just like a, can I like press on it and then that Yeah, you can click on it and X them out. Oh, cool. So you listening at home, if you're not driving, uh, you know, pull up your bingo card, (laughs) keep an ear out for it. You know, we've got things like References to David, stuff about foreskins, uh, leprosy, false prophets. Honestly, don't know how optimistic I am about my card. I feel like I've got some things 
that I don't think I'm going to get in the way of some lines here, but we'll see. We will see how it goes. You never know what to expect. I mean, yeah, we only have a couple chapters left, but I feel like so many of these (laughs) things have absolutely happened. Yeah, yeah. we we may be surprised by how far along we get. That's true. Yeah, that is great. Love it. All right, shall we? Yeah, Yeah, let's Let's just get right into it. Shall we do this? It's time. Okay, here we go. We are continuing on with the final two chapters of Second Chronicles. This is chapters 35 and 36. And then we're going to be reading two chapters of Proverbs, 19 and 20. Get a little bit of wisdom going on up in here. <laughs> yeah. As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we're going to bring you to Second Chronicles chapter 35. Gotta really get down to that beat because that's it. That's the last time. I'm yeah. not gonna hear it anymore. Yeah. Sad. It was a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. All right. Josiah kept a Passover to Yahweh in Jerusalem, and they killed the Passover on the 14th day of the first month. Now that's we a have weird turn of phrase. We have come across this turn of phrase before, I believe, yeah. you know, referring to killing the Passover sacrifice. It's like a lamb on that or something day. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He set the priests in their offices and encouraged them to the service of the house of Yahweh. He said to the Levites who taught all Israel, who were holy to Yahweh, put the holy ark in the house, which Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel did build. There shall no more be a burden on your shoulders. Now serve Yahweh your God and his people Israel. Prepare yourselves after your father's houses by your divisions, according to the writing of David, king of Israel, and according to the writing of Solomon, his son. Stand in the holy place, according to the divisions of the father's houses of your brothers, the children of the people, and let there be for each a portion of a father's house of the Levites. Kill the Passover and sanctify yourselves and prepare for your brothers to do according to the word of Yahweh by Moses." Josiah gave to the children of the people of the flock, lambs and kids, all of them for the Passover offerings to all who were present, to the number of 30,000 and 3,000 bulls. Mm, These were of the king's substance. His princes gave for a freewill offering to the people, to the priests and to the Levites. Hilkiah and Zechariah and Jehiel, the rulers of the house of God, gave to the priests for the Passover offerings 2,600 small cattle and 300 oxen. Mm. Conaniah, like Conan, Conaniah, all right, also. Mm. And Shemaiah and Nethanel, his brothers, and Hashabiah and Jeel and Josabad, the chiefs of the Levites, gave to the Levites for the Passover offerings 5,000 small cattle and 500 oxen. So the service was prepared and the priests stood in their place and the Levites by their divisions, according to the king's commandment. They killed the Passover and the priests sprinkled the blood which they received of their hand and the Levites flayed them. Yuck. Yeah, this is all. More details than we really needed, yeah. 
Also, I'm just kind of shocked because I thought that God wasn't into this anymore, but I guess he is. Or was that later, later? That was later, and also I think that was not really what that meant. We just interpreted it that way. It was more that he didn't like the ones they were doing, like they were the wrong flavor of incense, or there was something else. I thought it was like he didn't like that they were doing it while not being 100% devoted to him. Yeah, maybe that was it. Okay, I think that was part of it. They removed the burnt offerings that they might give them according to the divisions of the father's houses of the children of the people to offer to Yahweh as it is written in the book of Moses. So did they with the oxen. They roasted the Passover with, <laughs> with fire according to the ordinance and the holy offerings boiled they in pots and in cauldrons and in pans <laughs> and carried them. Oh my God. <laughs> every, any type of pot, really. Any yeah. type of kitchenware. Any container we could find, yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that on my bingo card? Any type of? I know. I'm like looking, going back and forth, like looking at my bingo card. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. I already got one, but. Really? What did you get? Who, who's winning so far? Some reference to David. Oh, I missed it. Oh, yeah, I've got that yeah, one on mine yeah. too. Okay. Right. Okay. Also, girded loins. I said I think, that. Well, that was I don't a know if that reference counts. that Jace made. Does that, that count? Was, yeah, that wasn't. No. No, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> I could say all of these things. Does that count? <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Holy offerings boiled they in pots and in cauldrons and in pans and carried them quickly to all the children of the people. Afterward, they prepared for themselves and for the priests because the priests, the sons of Aaron, were busied in offering the burnt offerings and the fat until night. Therefore, the Levites prepared for themselves and for the priests, the sons of Aaron. The singers, the sons of Asaph, were in their place, according to the commandment of David, and Asaph and Heman and Jeduthun, the king's seer, and the porters were at every gate, They didn't need to depart from their service, for their brothers, the Levites, prepared for them. So all the service of Yahweh was prepared the same day to keep the Passover and to offer burnt offerings on the altar of Yahweh, according to the commandment of King Josiah. The children of Israel who were present kept the Passover at that time and the Feast of Unleavened Bread seven days. There was no Passover like that kept in Israel from the days of Samuel the (laughs) prophet. The most epic ever. Wow. The best one. Neither did any of the kings of Israel keep such a Passover as Josiah kept, and the priests and the Levites and all Judah and Israel who were present and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Does that count bad-mouthing other kings? Does that count? Mm, that is on the bingo card here, yeah. It's a little indirect. It's a little indirect. Yeah, I, feel like we um, can... I mean, God was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. <sighs> I think bad-mouthing, it has to be direct, like he did wicked in the eyes of Yahweh right. or whatever. Fine. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, in the in the 18th year of the reign of Josiah was this Passover kept. After all this, when Josiah had prepared the temple, Necho, wafer, king of Egypt, went up to fight against Carchemish by the Euphrates, and Josiah went out against him. But he sent ambassadors to him saying, what have I to do with you, you king of Judah? Okay, this is bad mouthing. Okay, is that bad yeah. mouthing? Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank sure. You. Okay. What have I to do with you, you king of Judah? I come not against you this day, but against the house with which I have war, and God has commanded me to make haste. Forbear you from meddling with God, who is with me, that he not destroy you. Yeah, okay. That's Whew, bad bold words. Right there. Bold, bold words. Nevertheless, 
Josiah would not turn his face from him, but disguised himself that he might fight with him and didn't listen to the words of Necho from the mouth of God okay. and came to fight in the Valley of Megiddo. Uh-oh, okay. So that implies that God was actually speaking through Necho, king of Egypt, yeah. and oh. Josiah shouldn't have done this. This is great. In the Message Bible here, it says, but Josiah was spoiling for a fight and wouldn't listen to a thing Necho said. And then in parentheses, in actuality, it was God who said it. <laughs> Wait, thank you. <laughs> why would God do that just to like trick him and just mess with test him. him? Yeah, mess just with him. Just to mess with him. Yeah. Jeez. The archers shot at King Josiah. Oh. And the king said to his servants, Have me away, for I am sore wounded. Mm. So his servants took him out of the chariot and put him in the second chariot that he had. <laughs> and <laughs> his getaway chariot. I see. <laughs> yeah. And brought him to Jerusalem, and he died, oh. and was buried oh, in the boy. tombs of his fathers. Gosh. Oh, his tombs God. of fathers is that is that there? Slept with his fathers, yes. <sighs> Ooh, mm. Oh, come on! But that's a line they say often. In, that is a very specific line. Yeah. Fine, yeah. fine. Maybe it'll be okay. in the second chapter. All Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. Jeremiah lamented for Josiah. And all the singing men and singing women spoke of Josiah in their lamentations to this day. Wow. And they made them an ordinance in Israel. And behold, they are written in the lamentations. Okay, that one is on here. That one's on the bingo card for sure. Okay. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and his good deeds, Mm -hmm. according to that which is written in the law of Yahweh and his acts, first and last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. Yeah, they are. Wow. Yeah. I haven't gotten any bingos yet that I can no. see in no. the chat. Someone said they're close, but we'll see. Was that, was that the end? That's it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, as it is written yeah. in the book, then you got it. Okay, this is it. Emily, are you going to take us home? Okay, here we go. This is it. I am. Let's do it. 36. Then the people of the land took Jehoaz, Jehoaz? the son of Josiah, and made him king in his father's place in Jerusalem. Joaz. Wait, why do they do that? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Two separate. They did two separate spellings. Oh. Yeah, he lost, he lost like a couple syllables there. An E there. and yeah, <laughs> it replaced it with an O and I don't know, whatever. Weird. Okay, okay. J- Joaz was 23 years old when he began to reign and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. Yikes. Goodness. Yikes. The king of Egypt de- deposed him mm-hmm. at Jerusalem and fined the land 100 talents of silver and a talent of gold, one single talent. The king of Egypt made Elkiam his brother, king over Judah and Jerusalem, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. Interesting. What? Right. Okay. Okay. That's weird. Wait, okay, so there was who's whose brother it was is confusing. In the message here, it says that he made Jehoahaz's brother, Elkiakim, Eliakim, the king. Yeah. I thought at first it was the Pharaoh's brother. I saw, thought that brother. too, and I was also confused. Yeah, the king of Egypt made Eliakim his brother. His Oh, okay, the the other dude's brother, yeah. but not the king of Egypt's brother. Jehoahaz slash Joaz's brother, Eliakim, yeah. made him king and then also changed his name. <laughs> it's so, I, I understand completely. Got it, okay. <laughs> Neko took Joaz, his brother, God, 
whose brother <laughs> and carried him to Egypt. Jehoiakim's shoulder, like bride style. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jehoiakim was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And he okay. did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh's God. Ooh. Is that on here? Is that on here? Someone's, someone's bingo card has got to have that. Sure. Dang it. It's not on mine. Okay, so he did that which was evil. Against him came up Nebuchadrezzar, king of Babylon, Mm. and bound him in fetters to carry him to Babylon. Everyone's just like getting carted off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Nebuchadrezzar. No, it's it's Nezer. This one one is Nezer. Nezer. Okay, Nebuchadnezzar also carried of the vessels of the house of Yahweh to Babylon and put them in his temple at Babylon. Yeah, so he took all the nice things out of God's temple okay. and brought him to his own temple. Okay, fun. Again, this has happened several times now. Yeah, everyone's like taking each other's stuff. Yeah. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim oh, and wow. his abominations, which he did, and that which was found in him, behold, they are written in the book of the king of Israel and Judah. And Jehoiachin, his son, reigned in his place. Wait, that was 11 years like condensed into two sentences? Okay. You've got to be efficient, you know? <laughs> Jehoiachin was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months and 10 days. Oh, geez, that's... Wait, hold on. The message says he was 18. Yours says eight? Okay, well, this says he was eight, and he, and he's and he bad, did that. bad, bad little boy. Yeah, because yeah, it said he did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. I'm like, well, he was eight. Yeah. Like, what else did he know how hey, to I do? Hey, I've some shitty eight-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, well, be that as it may, he's a... <laughs> Tiny child. Yeah, this is weird. So the message and the NIV both have him as 18, and then the King James and the Complete Jewish Bible have him at eight. Weird. So maybe it was like a smudge, and someone was like, yeah, that's a one. And the other (laughs) translations are like, no, that's just a smudge. Wow. Are there any like, yeah, no. People in the chat are are really excited by child death. I think that's one of the things on the bingo card. I don't have child death. I do. I'm putting it on. But like, we hold on, but... they didn't say that he was dead, though. Well, we'll see. You're right. Hold on. We'll see. Let's okay. see if he dies. Okay. I mean, he only reigned like a hot second, three months. Yeah, he must have died. At the return of the year King Nebuchadnezzar sent and brought him to Babylon with the goodly vessels of the house of Yahweh and made Zedek- Zedekiah, that's what it is, <laughs> Zedekiah, his brother, king over Judah and Jerusalem. Okay, I see. Oh. So, so in the message, it's clarifying here that King Nebuchadnezzar ordered this little baby king brought to Babylon also along with the rest of the valuables in the temple. He's like, there was some more stuff we didn't grab that first time. Let's grab those this time along with that little kid. Just the baby and the bathwater. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe he's not dead. Maybe he still lives to this day. (laughs) Maybe. Okay, so anyways, he's not the... He's not the king anymore. Right. He was taken away. Right. Zedekiah was 21 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And he did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh as God. He didn't right. humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, speaking from the mouth of Yahweh. Oh, we know that dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know him so well. He also rebelled against King Nebuchadnezzar, who made him swear by God, and he stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to Yahweh, the God of Israel. Moreover, all the chiefs of the priests and the people trespassed very greatly after the abominations of the nations, and they polluted the house of Yahweh, which he had made holy in Jerusalem. Does that mean he uh, 
Yeah. Did he do like what temple prostitutes? Yeah, you know what? You're just false prophet or <laughs> so polytheism. <laughs> Too many porches. Polytheism's on the card here, and I'd yeah. say this counts. That's oh okay. He's putting cool. up all the abominations of the pagan gods. Dang so it. that's I don't have good. polytheism. Yeah. You don't? Oh, I do. No, dang it. Wait, any false prophets? No, no, no. There's no, no false prophet. Not yet. Can somebody get eaten by a wild animal, please? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yahweh, the God of their fathers, sent to them by his messengers, rising up early and sending, because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. <laughs> but they mocked the messengers of God and despised his words and scoffed at his prophets and until the wrath of Yahweh arose against his people, until there was no remedy. Was this during the time of Jeremiah? When Jer- Jer- Jeremiah was the sad prophet? Oh, he was so sad, yeah. The bullfrog prophet? The, bull, the sad frog. bullfrog, yes. Got it, okay. Therefore, he brought on them the king of the Chaldeans who killed their young men, is that a child death? With the sword <laughs> in the house of the sanctuary. <laughs> Emily, you're so determined to win. <laughs> I like winning things. <laughs> uh, they're young men with the sword in the house of the sanctuary and had no compassion on young man or virgin, old man or gray-headed. He gave them all into his hand. Jeez. All the vessels of the house of God, great and small, and the treasures of the house of Yahweh and the treasures of the king and of his princes, all these he brought to Babylon. They burnt the house of God and broke down the wall of Jerusalem and burnt all the palaces of it with fire and destroyed all the goodly vessels of it. Yikes. Those who had escaped from the sword carried he away to Babylon and they were servants to him and his sons until the reign of the kingdom of Persia to fulfill the word of Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths. For as long as it lay desolate, it kept Sabbath to fulfill 70 years. Okay, hold on. I need a little help with this whole Sabbath metaphor we're suddenly roping in. Yeah, like, this nobody we had was this working before. We had this before in several of the prophets where there was going to be 70 years of everyone in captivity before they were freed. Sure. And we kind of looked that up and basically from the historical reports it was like, yeah, kind of 70ish approximately. <laughs> Give or take 20 years. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay. it was like, well it was a slow process. It wasn't like overnight everyone went back home. It was, you know, kind of an ongoing thing. Sure. Uh yeah. But I do think I remember it being called a Sabbath before. Okay. Like a shitty Sabbath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not a good Sabbath. Now, in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah might be accomplished, Yahweh stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, all the kingdoms of the earth has Yahweh the God of heaven, given me. And he has charged me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever there is among you of all of his people, Yahweh his God be with him and let him go up. That's it. Like up, up, uptown, uptown girl back to Jerusalem is what he means. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, because Cyrus was the one who came along and and he was maybe considered the Messiah Mm -hmm. or some Mm -hmm. form of Messiah at the time because the fact that he was like, yeah, you can go home. Yeah. Let my people go. No, that yeah. was way yeah, I think it was more like you're not my people, but you can go. <laughs> I think it was actually kind of more like I'm actually your new emperor now, but I'll let you worship your old god. Okay. Good for him. Go. Please go. Please, good god, please, please get out of here. Go. Here. 
I'm sick of your whining. I don't think anyone won that bingo round. No, no bingo. But hey, we've all won because we made it to the end of the Old Testament. Yay. Well, okay. Yeah. Hang on now. Let's. We okay, can't, well, well, technically we haven't. We technically <sighs> have two more episodes till we truly get to say that. So don't, okay, let's, but, but we did finish Second Chronicles, which is no laughing matter. Yay. No, it isn't. I did not laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh okay. my goodness. Okay, all right. We need to take a quick break to talk about how you can help keep this show going. The best thing you can do is tell your friends. And you know what? Right now is a great time to get some people all up on this show because we are finishing up this Old Testament. So if you have someone who wanted to binge, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of 240 hours, that's like 10 days of 24 hours a day listening. You could probably do it in, you know, in a couple weeks. A lot. <laughs> but if they wanted to binge the entire Old Testament, now is the time to start so they can be ready for Hot Christ Summer. Or if you don't want to do that, just get them, get them in, get them kind of warmed up, prep them to the idea, you know, ploy them with drinks and things like that. And then they will be ready to join us for our recap of the Old Testament would be a good place to start in a couple mm, weeks. Yeah. And then for starting the New Testament. And the best place you can do that is at our live shows. If you're able to come, if you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can join in the chat and join in the fun in real time, the realest of times right here. Or you can listen after the fact a few days later, of course, online. And if you love this show so much, as I know so many of you do, you could become one of our parishioners at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. As a thank you, we have early releases of episodes so you can get these hot takes faster than anybody else, as well as personal toasts on the show. And of course, our undying affection and Emily's drink recipes and photos. And we're back. Wow, wow, wow. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. During the break, people in the chat were comparing notes about when they started listening to this show. And it's kind of shocking to think about how long ago we started this. Five years, right? Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. That was, we didn't even know what pandemics were back then. None had ever happened (laughs) in history. And (laughs) it's just, I mean, not in our history. (laughs) Wow. It's amazing. What a different time yeah, it was. Yeah. What a different time. Indeed. But here we are. Yeah. And now it's time for some wisdom from the book of Proverbs, chapters 19 and 20. Proverbs 19. Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than he who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Mouth stuff right out the gate. Loving it. <sighs> <laughs> Wait, are we still playing bingo? Yeah, I'd say let's. We were still playing. Okay. I don't think mouth stuff is on the bingo. Yeah, though. it's not on there. But I, I was <laughs> but just it thinking, been, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't good to have zeal without knowledge, nor being hasty with one's feet and missing the way. I mean, it's true. If you miss your exit sometimes on the freeway, it can really mm. screw you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The foolishness of man subverts his way. His heart rages against Yahweh. Wealth adds many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. Once again, we come back to the sense of like, hey, everyone loves a rich friend. Yeah. Uh, I know, that's very strange. Like, 
Do they mean wealth as in like wealth and intelligence or wealth and hmm. in like soul in, in some way? Or are they do they really just mean like, oh, if you're rich and you're going to have a lot of friends? I think that's giving them way too much credit. Yeah. Okay. Like if I look at the... I, I thought it was a metaphor. The Message Bible translates this one as, wealth attracts friends as honey draws flies, but poor people are avoided like the plague. <laughs> Yikes, dude. I don't know what kind of message we're supposed to be getting (laughs) from this. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't think people who read the... Solomon was very rich, so I guess he would be biased for that. Okay, maybe that's why? Yeah. Jeez. He's like, I don't get why these poor people can't make friends. Like, why don't they just decide to have a lot of money? Because that's what attracts friends. There you go. Why don't they just choose to do that? Yeah. (sighs) Boy, Okay. I used to be really into Solomon, and he's kind of lost me with these proverbs, to be honest. Mm, mm, A false witness shall not be unpunished. He who pours out lies shall not go free. Okay, little threat there. Many will entreat the favor of a ruler, like me, and everyone is a friend to a man who gives gifts. And pro-bribery. Yeah, it is pro-bribery wow. again. Okay, I think for, for our next episodes, our all Proverbs episodes, we do need to do another bingo card because there's just too many tropes in here. Oh, for You're sure. Right. Yeah, well, somebody yeah. create yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you to whomever created <laughs> Proverbs this. Bingo, Beautiful. For sure. Yeah, yeah, good idea. Because, yeah, pro-bribery for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, women being maybe evil or maybe hot. Being I don't know. terrible. Like the mouth Both stuff. The like it's, yeah, it's just dripping with I mean, it. really just put mouth stuff instead of the free space in the right. middle, right? Yeah. Like that's just, we know it's going to happen. <laughs> it is a free space. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. I think we're continuing on with this theme here. Uh, all the relatives of the poor shun him. How much more do his friends avoid him? He pursues them with pleas, but they are gone. Mm-hmm. It's just dissing on poor people. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding shall find good. Okay? Mm -hmm. A false witness shall not be unpunished. He who utters lies shall perish. Can we drink for repetition on that one? Because we literally just said that. Repetition is on my bingo card. Repetition also. is in your I'm, I'm putting it. I yes. think we're I'm taking the repetition space. Great. Okay, everyone take the repetition space. Great. Delicate living is not appropriate for a fool, much less for a servant to have rule over princes. What? Yikes. What? Jeez. Now, I like how Eugene tries to make this relatable. And he says, blockheads, blockheads shouldn't live on easy street any more than workers should give orders to their boss. Whoa. (laughs) Okay, buddy. Okay, so it's really confirming this is the natural order of things. It's like monarchy and capitalism. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Like, yeah, it's like, no, this is how it should be. Like, if you don't, if you're not smart enough to be good with your money, you don't deserve to have it, you blockhead. Right. Your manager Jeez, is in charge goodness. of you because God ordained it. That is the natural order yeah. of things. It's true. But people love bribes. So if you are trying to get ahead, that is. Maybe bribe them. Give them gifts. The discretion of a man makes him slow to anger. It is his glory to overlook an offense. The king's wrath is like the roaring of a lion, but his favor is like the dew on the grass. 
Is doing the grass a nice thing? I mean, I think I know it can be pretty in like photography and stuff like that, but I feel like anytime you interact with dew, you're like, ew, ew. It's like, kind of uh, wet. No, my you're feet like, are cold. Oh, yeah. oh no, yeah. my shoe, yeah. my sock. Oh, we can't put the picnic yeah. blanket down. Ew. Yeah. Mm. There's a mixed one there. <laughs> a foolish son. Oh, you know what? Actually, maybe that makes the metaphor better. Because this is about the king's favor. Right? Uh-huh. It's like the dew on the grass. It like looks pretty and nice, but <laughs> in reality, you really get down to it. You now probably owe him something, and now you're beholden yeah, to him, sure. and your shoes are wet. <laughs> a foolish son is the calamity of his father. Oh boy. A wife's quarrels are a continual dripping. No, no. Oh, no. What? Oh, gosh. Okay. So, Angry Dorito in the chat is saying to look at the this verse in the message. Okay. I'm a little scared, though. <laughs> Okay, verse 13. A parent is worn to a frazzle by an irresponsible child. A nagging spouse is a leaky faucet. Okay, that's cute that you tried to use the word spouse, but you still use the word nag, which we 100% know is gendered. Nice try, Eugene. Uh Uh-huh. Of course it is, Dedeker. Like, has Eugene shown any love to women in this whole book? No. A wife's quarrels are a continual dripping. I'm just trying to think how I can use that. Against me? Either of you. (laughs) Oh, okay. Thanks. Oh, buddy. We're continual dripping. You're dripping right now. You're dripping. Can we move past this, please? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. Houses and riches are an inheritance from fathers, but a prudent wife is from Yahweh. That's cute. (laughs) Okay. Okay, I guess. Okay. Slothfulness casts into a deep sleep. The idle soul shall suffer hunger. Weird. It's kind of going for some sort of metaphor some there. Kind of Rip Van Winkle situation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he who keeps the commandment keeps his soul, but he who is contemptuous in his ways shall die. He who has pity on the poor lends to Yahweh. He will reward him. Oh, that's nice. Let's toss him a bone. Yeah. So we okay. kind of combine this thing of like, look, rich people like me, everyone freaking loves us. People hate poor people, yeah. but like, I'll feel bad for them. He always into that. <laughs> what what is more Christian? Yeah. What is more Christian? Oh boy, oh really? boy, oh, oh boy. <sighs> Verse 18, discipline your son, for there is hope. <laughs> Don't be a willing party to his death. Good what? Lord. Wow. Oh, I see, like... Child death. If you... <laughs> If you indulge your son, he will die. I think that's, that's I think that's what we're getting here. A hot-tempered man must pay the penalty, for if you rescue him, you must do it again. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what just happened? A hot-tempered man what... must pay the penalty, for if you rescue him, you must do it again. Is, okay, is the idea like... <laughs> you have to... Rescue him multiple times right, because of his hot Right, he's always going to get himself into trouble. He's not going to learn his lesson. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, don't try to save Whatever. him from himself because then he won't learn and you'll just have to keep Boy. doing it. Yeah. Listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter end. Oh, right, in your latter end. <laughs> <laughs> um, how can your ass be wise? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are many plans in a man's heart but Yahweh's counsel will prevail. Mm-hmm. That which makes a man to be desired is his kindness. A poor man is better than a liar. Okay, so best 
is oh, a rich man. okay. Just okay mm-hmm. is a poor man. Worst is a liar. Okay. Yeah. Got it. That's the hierarchy of things. As long as yeah. we know. The fear of Yahweh leads to life, then contentment. He rests and will not be touched by trouble. Okay. Okay. The sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. Um What? What? Like I'm I'm just going to play with my food, not eat it? Ew. Yeah. He will not even bring it back to his mouth. Okay, Eugene has an interesting take here. He says some people dig a fork into the pie but are too lazy to raise it to their mouth. Why would you do that? Okay. What does that mean? That doesn't... I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of like everyone wants to get in on the ground floor. Everyone has great ideas for companies and shit, but no one actually wants to do the, the labor. It's kind of like the, the little red everyone hen. Everyone wants to read the Bible. <laughs> but no one does. But only the three of us have created a <laughs> podcast about reading the Bible while right. drunk. I could see it maybe being kind of this thing of like... People who who don't have stuff don't eat enough pie. It's just because they're lazy. Like the pie is right there; they could have it if they wanted it. They're just—it's their own fault. Again, they're not smart enough right, to make money. Yeah, yeah, kind of blaming blaming them. Okay. Um, flog a scoffer, and the simple will learn prudence. Rebuke one who has understanding, and he will gain knowledge. Great. Yeah. Love okay. it. Yeah. Sure. He who robs his father and drives away his mother is a son who causes shame and brings reproach. Sure. Easy one. Yeah. If you stop listening to instruction, my son. (laughs) This one's addressed to his son. So that first one was also to his son. (laughs) Who was Solomon's kid? Uh, He had a bunch. Didn't he have like 300 of them or something? He had many. Yeah, but who was like the kid that that was the next in line? Oh, what was his name? Um, might be on the quiz. Rehab- we was just it read, Rehab- yeah, Bowen? he will be on the quiz. Maybe Rehoboam? Yeah, Rehoboam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that so. sounds right. Good yeah. job, Tedeker. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so right. So you had this one about robbing your father and mother. You bring shame and reproach. And then, if you stop listening to instruction, my son, you will stray from the words of knowledge. A corrupt witness mocks justice, and the mouth of the wicked gulps down iniquity. Gulp? Some mouth stuff for you, dudes. Penalties are prepared for scoffers and beatings for the backs of fools. Gosh. And that's that's the end of chapter 19. Wow. Okay. Gosh. Gosh. All right, Dedek, are you ready? No, I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of wish we only had 20 proverbs and this was it, but... It's it's not. not. We got more to go. Proverbs chapter 20. Wine is a mocker and beer is a brawler. Whoever is led astray by them is not wise. Okay, someone someone quickly make a t-shirt out of that. <laughs> yeah. That's a good wine, wine is, is a mocker and beer is, is a brawler. brawler. I'm gonna write a country song CBS. based on that. Mm. <laughs> wine is a mocker, beer is a brawler. Yeah. The terror of go. a king <laughs> is like the roaring of a lion. He who provokes him to anger forfeits his own life. It is an honor for a man to keep aloof from strife, but every fool will be quarreling. Mm. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the winter. Therefore, he shall beg and harvest and have nothing. Mm. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Mm. Many men 
Okay, I think Solomon had his heart broken. Many men claim to be men of unfailing love. By one of his 30,000 concubines. Hold on, many men claim to be men of unfailing love. But who can find a faithful man? Good question. Yeah, definitely sounds like he got some, some guy broke up with yeah, him. And yeah. He's sad about it. Yeah. Can we can we uh, do multiple wives for that? No. 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 <laughs> no. This is about men. Wives have no place here. <laughs> They're talking right- about women. Okay, whatever. A righteous man walks in integrity. Blessed are his children after him. A king who sits on the throne of judgment scatters away all evil with his eyes. Scatter, scatter. Wow. Who can say, I have made my heart pure. I am clean and without sin. That's fair. That's fair. Mm, Okay. Differing weights and differing measures. Both of them alike are an abomination to Yahweh. It's not the first time we've gone off on this whole unfair weights and unfair scales thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So don't scam people. Just bribe people. (laughs) Wait, somebody said, read the message at verse 10. Uh, Let's see. That was that one. Oh, yeah. Ooh, love this. So (laughs) relatable. Switching price tags and padding the expense account are two (laughs) things God hates. Oh. Okay. I mean, that is the same meaning, I would say. That that makes sense. Where did he pull that out of, though? That's just really funny. What a weirdo. Yeah. Even a child makes himself known by his doings, whether his work is pure and whether it is right. The hearing ear... And the seeing eye, Yahweh has made even both of them. <laughs> okay, sure. Real bottom of the barrel day on that oh, yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. Don't love sleep, lest you come to poverty. <sighs> Open your eyes, and you shall be satisfied with bread. Oh, you just He's like wake he really up. is like. Yeah. I don't get these poor people. They're just like lazy. They're sleeping all the time. If they just got up, then they would automatically have bread. Mm, yeah, he's like, I wake wow. up and there's bread all over the place. Like it's I easy. Know. What's, <laughs> there's, I, I just do it. I just wake up and there's everything and there's that I could bread. ever want. Yeah. There's my favorite, my servant bringing in my showbread, my favorite showbread, my morning wake up bread. Like, why don't people just do that? It's no good. Be sleeping all the time. Okay. <laughs> it's no good. It's no good, says the buyer. But when he has gone his way, then he boasts. Well, I thought that was all part of haggling and bargaining, yeah, so right? To try to, that's the whole deal. That's that's kind of how it goes. Uh, there is gold and abundance of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a rare jewel. Mouth stuff. Mm. Uh, yeah. So much mouth. Did I ever tell you my good story about, about haggling and then walking away and boasting about it? Because I did do this. Was this in Russia? Russia 14 is about me, yeah. <laughs> like Russia? Russia? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was like a little bust of Lenin that a street vendor was selling. And I was like, oh, that's fun. How much? And they said, you know, 3,000 rubles, which is like 100 bucks at the time. It's, Whoa. It's a lot less than that now in modern rubles. But back then, it was like 100 bucks. And I was like, no. And then he like gradually kept going down and down and down. Eventually we got down to 300 rubles, which is like 10 bucks. And then I was like, wow. and he's like, that's the lowest I can go. I was like, okay, no, that's fine. And I just walked away. But I've posted <laughs> wow. about it to this day that I haggled down a 10X <laughs> discount off of this Wow. Thing. Oh my God. Wow. And I still didn't buy it. Because at that point I was over it. The novelty had worn well, off. I have a sad haggling story in oh. Jerusalem. Not really sad. Sad for me because I, I was not on the boasting end oh, dang. of it. Did you buy it? 
No, so I haggled. <laughs> I haggled it literally in Jerusalem. No, in Jerusalem. <laughs> that would be my weird. mother specifically wanted like a pendant uh, of Roman glass. And so like I found it. It's kind of the same thing where like the guy wanted to charge me 200. I haggled him. He wouldn't go lower than like 75 or something. And so I walked away and that works. He's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here, like, like 50 bucks or whatever. And so I, I got it for 50 bucks and boasted about it day and night about my haggling skills and like gave it to my mom and she was so happy and like boasted about it. And then she accidentally wore it in the shower and turns out it was not real Roman glass. Like, Yikes. Then I stopped boasting about it and started crying about it. Oh. So oh, I'm sorry, Dedeker. No, not actually crying. I was actually very angry. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I was extremely angry. But I mean, I'm he got 50 bucks out of me instead of 200. So yes, there's that. That is better. That, that is, is better. better. So fewer tears. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. There might be some wisdom here for you. I'm going to keep rolling along. The, uh, yeah, lips of knowledge. Okay. Take the garment of one who puts up collateral for a stranger and hold him in pledge for a wayward woman. What? Even um, what? just <laughs> hold on. under the bus. Eugene, <laughs> Eugene has one here. This actually might be what you were looking for, Dedeker. Hold tight to collateral on any loan to a stranger. Beware of accepting what a transient has pawned. Uh, oh, okay. Is that the well. wisdom you were seeking about your Roman glass? Maybe. No, because I didn't buy it from a transient. Okay. Maybe okay. if I had, then I would. <laughs> a fraudulent food is sweet to a man, but afterwards his mouth is filled with gravel. I what think is, this is fraudulent food? It's about artificial sweeteners. Uh, uh, yeah, that's okay. going to upset your tummy. Yeah. Plans are established by advice, but why... But hold, Okay, hold on. I need to slow down. Plans are established by advice. By wise guidance, you wage war. Mm. That was, had an exclamation yeah. point. Oh, yeah, I Whoa. see that. Wow. Yeah. He who goes about as a talebearer reveals secrets. Therefore, don't keep company with him who opens wide his lips. Mouth stuck. Mouth is. <laughs> Whoever curses his father or his mother, his lamp shall be put out in blackness of darkness. Beautifully <laughs> <laughs> written. Uh, so, okay, real quick. The message now has a mid-chapter title here. Oh. oh. The Very Steps We Take is the title of this mm. next section. The Very Moves We Make? I'll be what? watching you. Yeah, I think that's what yeah. he said. Yeah. An inheritance quickly gained at the beginning won't be blessed in the end. Now, don't say. Hold on. What? That's hold yeah. What is that? I think that's an easy come, easy go. Yeah. But like, if a parent dies and you inherit a bunch of money, I mean, what are you gonna do? Let me hit you with the message because I think it really clears it up here. A bonanza at the beginning is no guarantee <laughs> of a blessing at the end. <laughs> yeah, oh just goodness. clear as mud, Jace. Uh, <laughs> don't say I will pay back evil. Wait for Yahweh, and He will save you. Huh. Mm. Okay. Yahweh detests differing weights and dishonest scales are not pleasing. Drink for repetition. <sighs> Drink for again, repetition. Again. Also check it off on your bingo card again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A man's steps are from Yahweh. How then can man understand his way? It is a snare to a man to make a rash dedication, then later to consider his vows. Okay. A wise king winnows out the wicked and drives the threshing wheel over the <laughs> goodness. Okay. Whoa, calm down. Okay. The spirit of man is Yahweh's lamp, searching all his innermost parts. Mm, okay, yeah. Love and faithfulness keep the king safe. 
His throne is sustained by love. Okay, Solomon, calm right. down. You're going to calm and down. I th- yeah, I don't know if it's love necessarily and, you yeah. know, kind of some fear. generational yeah. fear-mongering right. and threats. Uh, the glory of young men is their strength. The splendor of old men is their gray hair. We've gotten yeah, that one Solomon before. noticed some grays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wounding blows cleanse away evil, and beatings purge the innermost parts. My goodness Good. gracious. Goodness Ew. gracious. Okay. Okay, I'm starting to reconsider whether or not I think we can do entire episodes of just this. This is a lot. Oh, I'm even more excited. I feel like there's something about <laughs> there's something about really going through the fire of of, of suffering, you know, really. Leads to enlightenment. I just ending off with just straight up beat the evil out of people. It works. Yeah. 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 There you have it. I don't know. We're going to be so wise though. Two weeks from now, so we will wise. be so wise. So Something like that. Also, yes. some things I want our audience to think about and to post in the Discord is when we do our recap in a few weeks of all of the Old Testament, one of the things that I want to compile is a good list of all of the kind of main takeaways or um, what's what's the word? Like takeaways or favorite quotes, things like that, right? There's a lot that we remember, like any kind of raven, mm. you know, things like that. But any of those that we may have forgotten about or maybe lost along the way. Don't look a dove in the eye. Don't look a dove in the eye. Yeah, stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I want to I have written of, down some of those jokes. Right. Okay, good. Garbage good. grapes. Yeah, I haven't, probably haven't caught 100% of them, yeah. but like got some good ones. Yeah. yeah. But anyway... Post those over the next few weeks in the Discord so that we can have a nice little roundup of all our favorite things. And, um, you know, we'll print those to put all over the Archipelago Sandwich Pub. Once we open (laughs) that establishment, it'll be amazing. Well, all right. Oh, wait, we have uh, some toasts. We do. Yeah, we do have some toasts. You're so right. Okay, we have two toasts, two new parishioners. My goodness, what a red letter day. So we... Need to give a toast to Annie and Regina. Woo! Thank you, Annie, and thank you, Regina, for supporting us. Um, Really good timing sliding in there at the end of the Old Testament. I really know that your contributions are really going to set us up for success Mm -hmm. as we get ready to head into this New Testament. So thank you so much. We're so excited. Thank you all so much for joining us for Bible study today. We we did it, everyone. We're so, so close to the end right now. Also, wait, we're going to have a quiz momentarily, right? Yes, yes afterwards. We'll do a quiz today. We're going to do a quiz, and so you'll get that on your podcast players like in a couple days, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in our Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I'm
confessional shit. Yeah.